Because you're mid, and we know it, it's the Mid Podcast, your podcast for random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. You can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, or any podcast platform. You can also follow us on Twitter and YouTube at The Mid Podcast. You can also support the show by becoming a Patreon. Go to patreon.com floor slash The Mid Podcast and pick you out a tier that fits where you can have access to exclusive content and listen to our random shit rants. You can also show your support for the podcast by getting you some mid-podcast merch. Head over to themidpodcast.com and pick you out a t-shirt, sweatshirt, or anything of your choosing. I am one of your hosts, Catherine, here with my lazy producer co-host, Brendan. Hello. So, Brendan, what are we getting mid with today? Finally getting over my fucking toothache I had. And we're discussing what? Wrestling. Wrestling. Also, if you want to support the show, I forgot to mention, you can also cash app us. Just use the dollar sign and the mid podcast and cash app us so we can continue the show and bring you exclusive content like on our YouTube page, like from WrestleCade. And Atlanta. And Atlanta. And any other fun trips we may take yeah so wrestling news you go first i'm saving mine for last so our our most gracious listener the bobster Asked a question a few weeks back that I forgot to bring up last time. So, I'm going to bring it up this time because I, I actually put it in my notes today. Okay. So, we did a pay-per-view review. Mm-hmm. And his question was, what do you or what do you think would make a perfect pay-per-view? Because when we did our full gear review... We rated it like an 8 or whatever. You did. So he wants to know what a perfect 10 pay-per-view would be. The match, the matches are amazing. A return slash debut, not a necessary need. But they help. Um... I look at it as long as the matches are right and the match that matches are good then yeah it's a great pay-per-view. Kind of agree with all that I suppose. And depending on the crowd. What makes a good wrestling show for me is the crowd and how the crowd reacts to stuff in other words don't go back to connecticut yeah just saying i mean greensboro's a good wrestling town north carolina's a good wrestling state i know we gave you fucking rick flair sergeant slaughter Kenny Omega lives here. 
Hold on, I'll be back. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I had to make a phone call. <laughs> Our thing kidney lives here. If that's the case, then there may or may not be some aggressively persuading going on. <laughs> Anywho. <clears throat> so, Bobster, I hope that answers your question. So, good matches. A return slash debut. Not always. Just if it's a good one. And if the crowd's hot. That's what makes a good wrestling show for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. So we answered the Bobster's question. Yep. Next. You're the one with the news. Mine's going on last because mine's special. It ain't that special. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So, PWI came out with its tag team rankings. Bullshit. I didn't even get to finish. PWI came out with its tag team ratings for 2022. And I'm going to read off the top 10, starting with number 10. And then we can discuss. Number 10, we have Violence is Forever. Number 9, The Hex from NWA. I don't watch NWA. Number eight, The Young Bucks from AEW. Higher. Seven, The Good Brothers from WWE. Much lower. Um, Six, RK Bro from WWE. Much lower. That was my ear. Um, Kumanga and Hazuki from Stardom. Don't know if I pronounce that right. Number four, Death Triangle from AEW. Fair. The Briscoes, Freelance. Number two, FTR from AEW. And number one, The Usos from WWE. Money talks. Bullshit walks. And bullshit is walking. So, your thoughts? Would uh, you move, switch some of these? FTR one, Briscoes through two. RK bro, not even the top 10. The Good Brothers, 10th. The Young Bucks in the top 6. The tag team from Stardom's fine. Where they're at. And yeah. That triangle could stay for Usos 3. And I would put the Acclaimed up there. I would put the acclaimed over the hex. Whoever the fuck they are. I would switch one and two because I think FTR is much, much better than the Usos. Because the Usos really can't win a match on their own because they always have interference. At least FTR wins matches on their own. Yeah. So, yeah. That was a interesting list. Totally didn't send the IWC into a uh, argument about who's better. Because the IWC is a lovely place. Mm. 
I think that's all I got. Oh, congrats to the hat on signing an AEW contract. The hat is holy. I don't think the hat is all elite. Excuse me. Oh, I have one more thing before you do your thing. So it's come out that Miro is clear to wrestle, but they don't have anything for him. Your thoughts on that? It is what it is. So do you think it is Tony Khan's problem? Or do you think Miro should be pitching ideas to Tony Khan and he be yay or nay? A little bit of both. I think it should be Miro goes up to TK be like, hey, I have this idea. If we run with it and maybe change some things here and there from TK. But I think it's a two-way street, and both of them need to, like, come together and decide on something. Okay, that's all my news. Anywho, some news dropped today. Some lovely, lovely wrestling news. Um, apparently, one possibly former... WWE talent is showing up at a event in Japan in January. Wrestle Kingdom 17. Main eventing by one Kenny Omega. And who is Kenny fighting? Osprey. Papa Wheel. That match right there will make every girl's panties wet. But anyways, um... One former Sasha Banks might be in attendance. Might be calling out Kari Sign. Well, I mean, she likes wrestling. Why would she not be in attendance? Right? And then two weeks later, <coughs> we have a match on Dynamite where somebody needs a tag team partner. In L.A. Oh, if that happens, the e-drones on Twitter are going to melt, and it's going to be so much fun to watch that. And there's been little hints, especially last night, which we won't review until next week because, you know, Brenda, sorry. No, no, I had a fucking toothache. It's not my fault. Well, no, she it only had is. this toothache starting like on Monday. I we got it Sunday night. We could have recorded on Saturday, but no, he chose to be well, gone all day. I was out with my sister, and then we watched the Michigan game. So your sister was more important than the podcast. I don't get to hang out with my sister a lot, so yeah, it was. Shut up! And let's get on with this shit. <laughs> Anywho. But last week's Dynamite, but before we continue, they dropped small little hints. I don't think TK would have booked something a month in advance without it being big. I agree with that. And, I mean, it might not even be Mercedes. 
I'm fuck. It could be Kari's Kari. Even if it's Kari, I will still be happy about it. Mm-hmm. But oh, you give me Jamie Hader, Britt Baker, and Soraya, Soraya, and Sasha Banks in a match. Something's gonna be stiff. Yeah, it's called your third arm, no, otherwise <laughs> uh, known as your penis. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be fucking tripoding in the floor. You probably will be tripoding in the floor. And you talk about my sexual windows being bad. Hey, when I make them, they're good. When I make them, they're really good. See, but when I, I don't do them as much, I have to, like, when I do do them, <laughs> I said doo-doo. <laughs> I promise he has not been in my alcohol today. <laughs> not yet. Oh, wait, hold up. I have one more thing, and it's kind of upsetting, but, um. Apparently, Russell K tried to get Sasha, and uh, that didn't. Pan oh up. shit! You would have definitely been tripod, and then if you got Soraya and Sasha, dead. Fuck! And I really would have been broke. I would have been a broke ass bitch to the point where I'd be having to steal money from your sister. <laughs> but anyways, last week's dynamite. Came from you live from the great state of Indiana in the great city of Indianapolis. Fuck Indianapolis. Fuck Indiana. That's where you live, bitch. Shut up. Oh, I'm moving to the UK. UK. Have it your way. No. <laughs> Why are we moving to the UK? Because football. I mean, we beat, we beat them bitches once. Football. You mean soccer. Football. You mean soccer? Football. Nobody wants to go see Man U play. I want to go see Man U play. Anyway. Can we get on with, with actual wrestling? Yes. And we can save this shit for the random shit on Patreon. So if you want to hear, you got to join Patreon. So, Dynamite from Indianapolis last week starts off with ya boy John Moxley. Yeah. He gave a promo. Wasn't bad. He says nobody can out-wrestle him. And he's at the top of the food chain. And we get a return. Hangman. Boo. Hangman. Boo. Woo! I got a hug from that guy. I had to lice all this boy down because that shit ain't coming in my house. Too bad. It did. <clears throat> then we see Hangman get all up in Moxley's face. Moxley asks him, are you sure you want to do this after last time? He probably don't remember last time. <laughs> um, then Hangman, with a right, sends Moxley reeling. Then the officials try to break them up. Um, they fight up the ramp. We see Moxley kind of fall off the ramp. And it was our... Favorite. Chaos. Yeah. Love chaos. I love chaos. So, this is setting up a Moxley hangman feud. And, of course, everybody was bitching because there was no... There was no storytelling to this. Yeah, there is. Hangman's pissed that Moxley gave him a concussion. Boom. Storyline. Fuck off. 
moving on, I suppose. Next, we have Dax versus Brian Danielson. Fun match. Thought the match was really good. Um, both men had a nice red chest after all the chops they gave each other. Woo! Um, and they had some hard chops going on. <clears throat> so Danielson decides he's going to send Dax over the ropes. And evidently he sent him over the ropes so hard that Dax then went into the fans. Yeah. They both land on the concrete. Then we see Danielson crawling back to the floor outside the ring. Uh, then Dax had some nice chops going on. Danielson was going to suplex City by Dax. He gets a two count. We see Danielson with a roll up. He gets a two count. Um, Danielson gets the win by tap out. And at the end of the match, Danielson extends his hand. Dax acts like he is going to walk off and then turns back and shakes Danielson's hand. Foreshadowing. FTR heel turn. Maybe. I don't know. Dax has wrestled a lot of independent matches to be in a tag team. Well, as the boss man said yesterday, a lot of FTR's plans got rearranged this year thanks to some injuries to one punk and then one media scrum shenanigans. Thanks to one punk. And now who knows? Hmm. So then we get a Ricky Starks promo. Says that he'll be in the Battle Royal. And that he's going to win. And that he is coming for everything Max has. If they're going to push Starks, now's the time. Kind of like Ricky Starks. They're... They're not taking the title off of Max, though. No, but uh, give Ricky a push. You can give somebody a push while giving them a title. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't derail the push, though. And then we go backstage, and we see Paige and Moxley going at it again. Moxley is thrown into the garage door by Paige. And we find out that both men are being ejected from the arena. Not the kind of ejection I want. Oh, that's the erection, not it. <laughs> and then we get a Jericho Appreciation Society promo with Claudio and Yuta. I thought this was stupid as hell. Um, we are getting Yuta and Garcia for final battle for Ring of Honor. Otherwise, I just felt like it was like a filler for time. Yeah. Um, next, we get our match between Samoa Joe versus A.R. Fox for the TNT Championship, which a lot of people bitched about this. Why is A.R. Fox getting a championship match? Um, because Joe issued an open challenge and Fox was the only one that answered. That's why, bitches. 
Mm. Yeah, but... I mean, I've already done a rant about this shit before. Do I need to do the rant again? Because I think I just ranted about this like two weeks ago. No, you're good. <clears throat> so, A.R. Fox is a really good wrestler if you have not seen him wrestle. Fox begins to take it to Joe. However, Joe, being the veteran that he is, outsmarts Fox. Um, then Joe begins to lay it on him. Fox does a splash, gets a two count on Joe. Joe hits a spine buster on AR Fox, gets the win. Then Joe says that he is the one true king of television. Then we have Wardlow in the back saying, I'm coming for what is mine. I'm here. Come get me. <laughs> Thoughts on the match? Fun match. Next, we get a video of Powerhouse Hobbs saying, what is next? Uh, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with Hobbs right now. Neither do I. What they should have continued to push this Wardlow, Hobbs, and Joe feud. That's yeah. what they should have done. Well, I'll give Head of Creative some slack. He's had a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not really an excuse, but I will give him some slack. No, but it kind of is. TK Brain doesn't... T when TK Brain works, TK Brain works. But... When TK Brain is distracted, it don't work. Yeah, and uh, with health issues to his mother... I can see why the man I, is distracted. I can see why it didn't work. Been there, done that with health issues with parents. <laughs> More recently. Last year. Last year? Me this year? So, yes. So, I, yeah, we've been down that road, TK. We understand. Which sidetrack, when this came out yesterday, it did make me think from when we were in Norfolk. Because that's when all this happened. Yeah. He did look a little... Not all with it. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, he was there, but he wasn't there. So, moving on. We get the wonderful MJF promo. <clears throat> hey, William Regal comes out, introduces MJF. MJF hugs Regal. And then... MJF goes into his little spiel. He reveals a new belt known as the Triple B. Says he is going to use it as a bargaining chip for the bidding war of 2024. Um, I did put that his suit was freaking awesome. I mean, he always looks good in a suit. Um, he goes on to explain how he and Regal teamed up. Talks about he ain't going to chase the firm. That he is above all that. Taz on commentary says the belt is gorgeous. Tony Schiavone says he has desecrated our title. The Triple B sucks. Big baller brand. 
MJF goes on to mention Eddie Kingston, Ricky Starks, and Brian Danielson, which is probably setting up his next three feuds. Says he's going to be champion for a long time. Then he goes on to proceed that he says he hopes the right con foots the bill. And he isn't talking about Tony, but his buddy Jolly Old St. Nick and his boy Trips. <laughs> um, says that he's tired of looking at stupid wrestling fans. And then he might just go to Hollywood. So he don't have to continue looking at disgusting wrestling fans. Um, he drops the phrase mus, mus, mat, mystique, Max, mystic, which was used by what, a UFC fighter, I believe. So he's trying to beef with UFC fighters now. Yeah, he get his ass kicked by a UFC fighter. Are you sure about that? I might lay down some hard cash on that. <laughs> Goes on to say that his reign of terror has just begun. Um, then he proceeds to go on and says, without these, talking about the brass knuckles, um, it wouldn't be possible. He talks to Regal, says, you, you have given your blood, sweat, and tears to the business. The crowd chants, shut the F up. And he says, from the bottom of my heart. And then he hits Regal in the back of the head with the brass knuckles. And Regal goes face first onto the map. Yeah. During all of this shenanigans, Tony Schiavone accidentally calls William Regal Steven. <laughs> Max goes on to say you had much he said you said I had much to learn but you made a deal with the devil MJF leaves through the crowd then we see the medical staff come in the ring we see Danielson coming out from the training room they put Regal on a gurney and put him in the ambulance to write him off we'll discuss later adios amigos Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Oh, real quick. I saw something, and I liked it because it was funny. Um, We're going to stop this brief podcast to so, bring you some special funny stuff. It's 2022 Wrestle Dad's rankings. The best one being John Moxley. Second, 2.0. Third is Billy Gunn, but to the acclaimed. Honorable mention, Claudio. Not the stepdad, but the dad who stepped up. Worst, Luchasaurus, Brian Danielson, and Billy Gunn to his actual sons. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> that got a kick out of me. So, your thoughts on the MJF promo? Uh, Too long. That w- that's my only problem with it. It was too long. But was it, though? Yeah. Was it, though? Because yeah. we got to see Max on TV. Who cares about Max? I do. I'm a Max fan. Mm. And I ain't talking about Max Caster. Everybody loves the acclaim. 
<clears throat> moving on. Then we have Ricky Starks versus Ari Davari. I love Ari Davari. This match didn't last long. No. This was a squash match. Uh, gets interrupted by Stokely and Paige. Ethan says that he's going to enter the Battle Royal. Uh, basically, this was a squash match. Starks wins. Then we move on to a promo between uh, from Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. I put, this sucks. And Jamie Hayter asked Tony Schiavone, when will he have a sit-down with her? And we'll have that next week. Yes, your penis got <laughs> rocked hard, Brendan. <laughs> then we get our female match of the night featuring Anna Jay versus Willow Nightingale. I said Willow has that entrance that makes you want to dance. Willow. Start doing what Taz does. Yeah. Singing to all the entrances. I put, I haven't seen improvement on Anna's part. In the ring. Mm. So Willow gives Anna a shoulder tackle. Willow gets a two count. And we see Anna with a kick to the back of Willow. Then we see Tay with a cheap shot on Willow. Anna gets a two count. Willow gets the win. I put I could see Willow as a future TBS or ROH women's champion. Yeah. Tay gets in the ring. We hear Ruby Soho's music hit. Tay is standing there waiting for her to come down the ramp. Ruby sneaks up from behind, beats Tay, gives her a destination unknown on the ramp, and gets up and walks off. Ruby Soho's back. Looks that way. I'm very happy. I like Ruby Soho. Next, we get a QT and Orange Cassidy promo. QT wants a shot at the title. OC says, you got it. QT says he wants a Lumberjack match. So we're getting a Lumberjack match at Dynamite? Rampage. I mean, Rampage? Yeah. <clears throat> then we go on to the Jade celebration. She looks like money with her awesome outfit. I put she still needs a little bit of work on the mic. She says she made the baddie. She decides who stays, who goes. Looks at Layla Gray and Red Velvet and says, you two are eating off of me. I put in my notes, I'm sure lots of guys would like to eat off Jade. Uh, then she proceeds to go on about Bow Wow, who shows up on the screen and says, has time on his hands and he will see her soon. And he drops the line, time is money. So, your thoughts on the Jade celebration? It was whatever. Okay. Why is it I'm the one always doing all the talking? Then we get our usual Acclaim promo. I could do without this bullshit. Hey, hey, no. The Acclaim promo last week was pure cinema. It was pure trash. You're just a hater. You're racist. You're racist towards scissoring. No, because I would scissor Tony Khan. No, you're racist towards scissoring. No, I would scissor Tony Khan. We've had that discussion. <clears throat> Multiple um, times. So we get Billy Gunn acting like a drill sergeant, which was stupid. This whole promo was stupid. Yet again, it was just shit to fill time. 
and just putting the acclaim on because acclaimed every Wednesday. Yeah. Because everybody loves the acclaimed. No. Everybody loves the Moving acclaimed. Moving on to probably the best match of the night. We get Death Triangle versus the, the Elite. The, the, the Elite. elite. <laughs> <clears throat> I put in my notes, Matt looks so cute singing Kansas. <laughs> We see the Elite charge up the ramp to attack Death Triangle. Matt suplexes Penta on the ramp. We see the Young Bucks, young bucks with Pack with holding Pack back. Um, Omega was going for the V-Trigger, and Pack counters and lays out Omega. <clears throat> the match went on for a good, what, four or five minutes before they even got in the ring to ring the bell? Mm-hmm. Um, the elite, um, forgot what my notes say. We'll move on. Um, so Omega finally rolls Penta in the ring to get the bell. Um, Matt accidentally takes out the ref early. We see Alex passes the hammer to Penta. Penta then flies over, takes out the Elite. Penta with the hammer. Phoenix grabs Penta's arm, doesn't want him to use the hammer. Uh, Phoenix gets hit with a V-trigger. Omega with the cover, but Pat breaks it up. Uh, then Penta hits the Fear Factor. Omega kicks out. Then Matt suplexes both Phoenix and Penta. Then Matt gets the pin on Pat. The Elite have one win. Death Triangle has two wins. And Omega grabs the microphone. Yeah. I like when Omega grabs the microphone. Because he bids you adieu. Mm-hmm. And that was Dynamite. Fun episode. I figured they would let Death Triangle win and put the Elite 3-0 and have them, like, come back. Yeah, but then that would have been too predictable. Let TK do TK things. TK hasn't been really doing TK things lately. But we understand. So we're going to move on to Rampage. We start off with Darby Allen versus Cole Carter. Which, yet again, people were bitching because there was no build-up to this. But if you actually watched the fucking shit, you had seen that the firm had paid Cole Carter to dress up as Sting to take out Darby, so there's your fucking storytelling. Dumbass. Da-da-dumbass! <coughs> so Darby takes the bat to Camarado, who was out there with Cole Carter. Then we see Darby go through the ropes on Carter. Carter pers- pushes Darby off the top rope. Um, Darby hits the ropes with his nuts. We see Carter showboating as he is in control, Carter slings Darby into the corner so hard he bounces back into the middle of the ring. Darby mounts some offense. He gets a two count. Finally, Darby gets the win from the coffin drop. Thoughts on the match? Fun match. It was a very fun match. I like Cole Carter. He looks really good in the ring. And he ain't bad to look at, ladies. Mm. For my lady listeners, he ain't bad to look at. Or Jordan. 
who don't <laughs> listen to sports ball. See, we need to take Jordan to a wrestling event just so he can look at the men. See, but this isn't sports ball. It's sports entertainment. No, it's pro wrestling. But Jordan just needs to go to look at all the guys. Yeah. That's why I keep telling him he won't listen to me. Listen to her, Jordan. We might need to make a trip to New York next time AEW's in New York and take Jordan. Grand Slam. Might have to take him. <clears throat> then, <coughs> excuse me, next we get a Keith Lee promo. And we see Shane Taylor show up, who we got to see wrestle at WrestleCade. And everybody's bitching because they don't know who Shane Taylor is. Google's um, a free app. But why should I have to fucking Google something? It is Tony Khan's job to tell me every fucking thing I need to know about AEW. Fucking cry about it, you casual motherfuckers. Please know I'm kidding. When I said what I just I said. Okay. Listeners, please know I'm kidding. <clears throat> um, he challenges Lee at final battle. And so Shane's going to bring a partner. And Lee is going to have a partner. Swerve. Can he trust Swerve? No. I wouldn't trust Swerve neither, but I love me some Swerve. <laughs> Whose house? Swerve's house. <clears throat> Then we get a promo from Dark Order and Roosh talking about what Tin did. Anytime I can see Roosh on my TV, I am a happy lady. Uh, then we have the acclaim. They offer a chance for titles. Said there is a team waiting for their shot. The Guns music hits and they proceed to say they are the best tag team. Then Jay... Lethal and Jeff Jarrett come out and Billy Gunn gets on the mic and says we want the best. FTR music hits. They walk down to the ring shake hands with the acclaim and we're going to have a match next week in Dynamite. Yeah. Then we get a match between Private Party and uh, Jarrett and Lethal. I put in my notes I've seen enough of Jeff Jarrett Russell lately. <laughs> Uh, Lethal and Cassidy start off. Cassidy with a nice takeover on Jarrett. Then we get Quinn in the ring. Ref is distracted by Lethal, who sends Cassidy into the steps. God, this ref sucks, so you should know who I'm talking about. Lethal gets the pin. And the match is over. It was an okay match. Jeff Jarrett's just old. I know. I don't want to see old people wrestle. I want to see young, hot. Young, hot. What am I looking for? What's the word I'm Men? looking for? No. Talent. Wrestlers. I want to see young, hot cougar material on my screen. That is what I want. <laughs> and that was Brendan dropping his microphone because he just realized his mother is a cougar now. Anywho. Young Pina is better than old uh, Pina. Anywho. Then we get a Soraya promo. 
uh, basic boring interview I put. Then we get Athena versus a jobber. One punch. Athena knocked the bitch out. Uh, a fan yells, I love you, Athena. She replies, I know. She gets the win. Then she begins to attack the jobber after the match. Um, then she acts like she's going to hit the ref again. I put in my nose, yes, hit cunt ref again. I don't like the Aubrey slander. Hit the cunt ref again. Anyway, what's main event? Our main event is Orange Cassidy versus QT Marshall in a lumberjack match. They wouldn't let the best friends bring the axes down to the ring. That sucks. Dan House's outfit looked like he was getting ready to go to bed in pajamas, like <laughs> back in the olden days. <laughs> and by olden days, I mean like old, 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 old days. <clears throat> like. 16th, 17th century old days. So we get a drop kick by Orange Cassie on QT. Uh, QT goes into the rail. And then we see a QT with a backbreaker on Orange Cassidy. Um, the factory gets in the ring. The best friends comes in, takes them out. Uh, we see Orange Cassidy with a DDT. The factory grabs QT out of the ring. Uh, Danhausen gets on the apron to try to curse QT. Um, beach break on QT on the apron by Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy climbs up to the top of the ropes and someone comes by and pushes Orange C off. Kept Sabian. And as Kip pushes OC off, he pushes him into QT Marshall. Who hits the diamond cutter on him. However, Orange Cassidy gets the win. They need to strip this man of his belt so fast. Um, then we see Orange Cassidy goes through the ropes to get to Kip Sabian. They begin to fight up the ramp. Then the Lumberjacks begin to fight around the ring. The lights go out. We see House of Black in the ring. Black and Matthews are in the ring. Brody is outside. They are kicking everybody's ass. They even kicked poor Brandon Cutler's ass who was just there to film material. Man, somebody told Brandon to pass them to Sony. Because it was expensive. Do you yep. blame him? No, not at all. And then Brody King proceeds to tell Brandon Cutler that nothing against him is just the people he associates with. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And you could have seen that on BTE. BTE or the AEW YouTube channel. Yep. Because they showed it afterwards. Yep. And that was Rampage. That was AEW from last week. That was pretty good. Fun week. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. Could have been better. But anything could be better. Yeah. Except sex with Tony God. That cannot get no better. I feel like you're hyping this up so much, you're just going to end up being disappointed. Probably. (laughs) Anyway. Anyways. So that's set up for a pretty good week. Yeah. Oh, and then this this coming week, we'll have a lot of wrestling because we'll have Dynamite, Rampage, Ring of Honor pay-per-view. And that's it for wrestling. 
I mean, there's other wrestling, y'all, but we don't talk about that. Hi, kitty. Do you want to say anything, kitty? No? Guess not. The pussy doesn't want to (laughs) talk. Nope, but he is going to sit in my lap. Of course he is. Because he's a spoiled little kitty cat. Not him. Not Absolutely him. Not Vader. So what do you think they're going to do with the House of Black? Do you just gonna let, think they're going to let them run rapid and beat up everybody? Oh, fuck yeah. They're going to put the trios titles on the Elite and set up the Elite versus House of Black? Probably. I can see that. If they do that, though, they need to let the Elite drop the titles to House of Black. Mm-hmm. At Revolution or at Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Because I think that triangle is going to break up. I don't know. There's too much tension there. I don't know. But that was last week's review. Mm-hmm. And we'll try to get this week's review out. Saturday. Saturday morning. Or... We got ROH at 4 p.m. Yeah. So it had to be Saturday morning. And we don't have football. Yeah. So we should be good. Yeah. Or not watch NXT. Yeah, we might watch it just so we can make fun of it. Probably. Because aren't they doing that like 25 minute thing match? I think so. We'll probably watch it. And we'll probably review it just so we can say how bad it was. We go, trash! Do I want to torture myself, though? Yes, it'd be fun. But Ring of Honor Final Battles, the pay-per-view of the week. Yes, it probably will be. But it will still be fun to torture ourselves. Everybody likes a little torture in their life. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, that's it for our wrestling podcast, because now we gotta go record random shit on our Patreon. So please go subscribe to our Patreon so you can hear random shit because I got some good stuff. I suppose. I love you, listeners. Mercedes Moon's all elite. Be elite. <laughs>